good afternoon. Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. I'm Drew Garabo, and welcome to the show. Along with me today, Ms. Micah Rotunda. Happy Halloween. It's the best season, baby. John Senning. How about those fucking ears? Football season's so crazy because you can go from all hope is lost to Super Bowl contenders in the span of a week. I don't want to rub it in because I know you were, you know, doing things yesterday that kept you away from TV, but yesterday's red zone action was some of the most fun I've had watching football in a long time. A lot of a lot of points being scored yesterday. Um, very exciting day of football. And of course, I don't know if you heard, Buccaneers put up 55 on the uh, on the reigning NFC champs. I got to see some of that. I um, I was on the golf course. Todd Wright, our buddy uh, and show contributor, had his golf uh, event out at the Eagles Golf Course, far drive, and uh, I I missed football. I, I won't be I won't be doing anything on a football Sunday ever again, except for if you and I get to host that Bone Fantasy Show. Um, I don't want to do anything on on Sundays anymore. You feel like you're missing out. Yeah, I don't like plans on Sundays. Like, like it's not even even if the plans are something that I would like to do. Right. It's just being committed to do something on a Sunday feels somewhat sacrilegious. Same. Yeah, and it does feel sacrilegious by definition, uh, because I I love Todd. I love golf. I love the guys I golfed with. All that said. I don't ever want to have to do anything on Sunday that no. takes me off the couch ever again. And if and anybody invites me, I'm just going to say, hey, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's like your free will day. If you want to go do something, then get up and go do it. If right. you want to sit there and not move and Uber Eats, do that as well. Yeah, and I, that's kind of what I want to do. So, golf tournament, did you punt, pass, or kick? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah good question. question. Good question, guys. Uh, I punted, and it did not go as far as it would have if I had thrown it. Oh, any... Uh yeah, is our boy Todd got any uh, footage of the uh, the punt? No, I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he got my punt on video. Oh, you you'd made him delete it, didn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, sometimes I don't like guys taking pictures of my punt. Yeah. If I'm if if there's gonna be a photo of my punt, I'd like to take it myself because I know the angle at which my punt looks best. Because there are some areas like if you if you photograph it wrong, you'll get a sloppy punt, and that looks that just looks awful for everybody. Yeah. So what I what I like to do is I like to take a photo of my own punt. See if I can have a flattering angle, and then if I choose to share my punt photo with someone else, I'll let you take a look at my punt. Yeah, so it was just—it was pretty nasty, just not a sloppy. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah sloppy nasty punt. sloppy punt. Got a little wet. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Nobody likes a wet punt. Mm. Just got a sip of coffee. I'm sorry that happened to you. Me too. Can't take a sip of coffee. I'll scald my mouth. Anyway, our number. <laughs> uh, should you join the show? I mean, John and I—we got these Kawa, and Micah got one too. These Kawa coffee roasters. Individual mugs. They're great. They're sleek. They're aerodynamic. But I'll be danged if they don't heat your yeah. coffee to a degree that it was even hotter when you yeah. put it in here. I get to take my first comfortable sip of coffee around 7.30 at night uh, after I pour it at uh, 1.56. I'm thinking about taking the lid off and just sipping it that way, but then I'm going to spill a hot coffee all over myself. Um, Speaking of the weekend... I'd like to get your stories, if we can rev up some phone calls a little early, on a concert that you went to a little bit too young. My parents wouldn't let me go to concerts without them, so I got I had to miss like U2 at the High Life Fronton in Orlando when I was 12 years old and they played, because, you know, 
they they weren't real keen on taking me to concerts and they wouldn't let me go by myself. But when I was 16, my mom stood online with us at the Infinite Mushroom in Orlando, which was basically a head shop. And um, we bought tickets to Madonna's Like a Virgin tour, 1985, with the Beastie Boys headlining. Now, that was the before the Beastie Boys had uh, their album, License to Ill. They didn't have any hits out yet. You only knew about them if you watched a lot of MTV because they were starting to run MTV news specials on this crazy white rap band that was opening up for Madonna. So I, I went to the Madonna tour but without parents. I remember my next-door neighbor, Stacy drove me, and she and Marnie, they smoked cigarettes in the front of the car. Ooh, I know, wow. I know, with me and my sister in the back, and I was like, what are these bad girls doing? Stacy and Marnie. And yeah, exactly. They made me not you know, promise not to tell my mom. So I didn't until just now. I think my mom probably just found out. Um, but I, I let my son. Okay. So Saturday, I get home from a, from a board meeting for the Downstream Association at Tampa Bay. And my son is with his mom. She, uh, she comes to visit on the weekends. And um, he goes, uh, Dad, he asked me in the perfect way to. It is advice for all you kids out there. If, you have, if you're going to ask your mom or dad for something, ask him like this. Hey, Dad. Totally understand if the answer is no, but would you be okay with me going to see Tyler, the creator, tonight? Oh, say, hmm, interesting technique. It was a very interesting technique because the way he asked me didn't put any pressure on me other than the pressure I put on myself for what, that I want my son to always be happy. So we kind of have a deal where as long as he gets straight A's, he gets to pretty much write his own check as far as doing things that I, I'm not crazy about him doing. In other words, if he asks me to do something and the answer is probably a no, I have to lean towards yes because as long as he keeps up his end of the deal, which is straight A's, he's got bargaining power. Mm. And I and that's, a, that's really kind of symbolic for life. If you're at work and you really kick ass – you get to do things that probably a lot of people who don't kick ass, they don't get to do. You get to not bend the rules, but you almost get to make your own rules because you get to excel, right? Right, and he abides to your rules. Right. And then excels in them. He does. Anything I ask him to do, he does it. Any any grades I ask him to get, he does it. He doesn't take easy classes. So when he asked me that about going to see Tyler, the creator at the Yingling Center, I thought, okay, well, I, I trust the venue. Um, I don't like the artist. I don't. Uh, I I I I'm not a Tyler the Creator fan at all. I don't understand the appeal of Tyler the Creator, but the kids seem to love him. So I had to let him go with his friends to a rap concert. Oh wow! Well, the good news is it was inside, so probably you know not too much tree burning in indoors, right? If you're looking for a silver lining here, uh, I I saw the snaps that he took, and it looked like there was uh, there was quite a bit of tree smoke. Oh, that was occurring in the uh, in the crowd. And this Tyler, the creator, uh, not super familiar. What's he all about? Is he like uh, positive? Does he have a positive message? John, I wish I could tell you what he's all about. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't figure this guy out. I have no idea what his mission statement is. The only rap song that I know that he ha that uh, he does is 
about cocaine dealing. Oh, perfect. It's called 48. Oh but then it's about, I guess it's a it's a sarcastic look at a coke dealer. How they make money. I don't, even, I don't okay. understand this dude. So he's making fun of the guy. I hope so. I don't understand it. This is a song that he has called Earthquake with an F. This is a clean version. Good idea. Is that a child? I don't know, John. The kids were going crazy. It's got a vibe. I can get behind this. This is good. This isn't bad. This isn't even weird. Oh, man. Well, I mean, what do you... I mean, you can, there's nothing like that's even that outside the box about this sound right here. This is like some R&B hip-hop stuff. This isn't so bad. You're right. I don't know. Does it? I, <laughs> what? What is even happening here? I just found. I just found an, an article says Tyler Creator's ten wildest lyrics. Okay. This one seems uh poignant. This is Tyler the Creator. It's really awkward to know that a bunch of kids do adore me. It's like I fathered these effers so you won't find me on Maury. That's a good bar. Okay, yeah. But but like why do the kids love him so much? That's what I can't figure out. Like they they don't just like him. They're so defensive of him. If I if I say anything bad about him, it's like an argument. Tell me you can't relate to this lyric. This is from the song She. I just want to talk and conversate cuz I usually just stalk you and masturbate and I finally got the courage to ask you on a date. Like that's that's fly. Okay. That's fly. That's uh, so. I guess a lot of it is about struggling with stuff. I guess that maybe that's why the kids like him so much because he's not one of those rappers where like my life is so great and I'm so great and everything's so great. Maybe because he struggles with stuff. I don't know. I can't figure it out. But I, I guess I'm glad I, I let him go because he seemed really happy. Uh, okay, this is a hell of a line right oh, here. Oh boy. Then my D went limp, so I took about three pills of Extenso. Now my D's longer than a five-door limo, harder than a soft right hook from Kimbo mixed with PCP and cilantro. I don't think I like that very much. It's the cilantro. It tastes like soap to me. Angela, welcome to Drew Grabo Live. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Did you go to a concert when you were too damn young? Well, yeah, I was 10, and I stood on the side of the stage and watched Led Zeppelin at the Tarrant County Convention Center in 1977 Goodness. and didn't appreciate it. You didn't appreciate Led Zeppelin seeing them back then? I was too young to appreciate them. What the hell were you doing there? Um, my mother loved Led Zeppelin, and she had a friend that was a cop, and the show was sold out, so he said we could come, and we stood on the side of the stage. And I was probably about 10 feet from John Bonham. Two years later, I picked up drumsticks myself and said, what the hell was wrong with me? I stood 10 feet from the greatest and didn't appreciate it. 
A lot of those uh, Led Zeppelin groupies, they uh, they uh, lost a lot of weight through their uh, their veganism. They had a uh, plant based diet. Oh yeah. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I gotta say, as I keep going here, though these 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 lyrics become a little more uh, disturbing. Drew. Oh, good. Oh. Thank you. I'll crash that effing airplane that that FNBOB is in and stab Bruno Mars in his goddamn esophagus and won't stop until the cops come in. Why is he so mad at them? Mainstream. I'm just sure. I'm just sure. Because they because they're mainstream. Yeah. Huh. That that doesn't sound nice that he would do those things. Yeah, to- yeah, you know, but you know, everyone's got a dark side, and sometimes you just gotta let it be expressed through your art. I think we should encourage him. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. I just don't understand it. I guess, and maybe that's the curse of the parent is to not understand the music that their kids are into. I don't get it at all. But uh, the it, thing, uh, I was just gonna say, you're not far off from this music. Like you're I listening. Am. Well, you're listening to music like modern day hip hop and rap. It's not like you're like eons away from no this. i know that's what makes it feel even worse is because i feel like i should get it because i'm i'm close to it i like rap this just isn't rap to me what if we pulled up some beastie boys lyrics and then compared them what's not no 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 because i'm there's some things over here that are go just, ahead are you sure yeah this one's really 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 bad all right oh. and they say every line in the song tron cat is a contender for being some of the darkest most foul things you will ever hear ever okay the line is and this is a quote from tyler the creator's song tron cat rape a pregnant bitch and tell my friends i had a threesome okay that's not good i said f coke now i'm snorting hitler's ashes <laughs> what's wrong with this cat you may be you may have some good you may be on to something What's with this guy. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Does he have a, you, uh, a, a, a wiki? Can I, what the, what's going on with this dude? Like, who is he? What's he been through? Well, you know, there's a lot of speculation out there that he is uh, he's gay. Okay. You know, just I'm a, a, I'm yeah. that, that would be like the least concerning thing so far. Yeah, so he used to be a part of a, a, a hip-hop group or collective called Odd Future. Yes. Okay, I got that. Now, uh, he is the leader and the co-founder of Odd Future and has produced songs for them. But I want to I know about like his personal life. Like, What's he all about? Son of a, of a Nigerian father with Igbo ancestry. Well, that's interesting because I'm you know, point one Nigerian. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's one of your, yeah. your brethren. I can relate. By the way, uh, Lashana Tova. Oh, thank you. What did I just wish you? Uh, you wished me um, a happy Jewish holiday. Because I am, uh, you know, Ashkenazi uh, Jewish. Yeah. Point two percent. Ashkenazi, right? Ashkenazi. Uh-huh. Well, I we pronounce it a little differently. Yeah. Uh, we we celebrated uh, Rosh Hashanah yesterday. Absolutely. And that is the Jewish um, New and, Year. Yes, it is. Very good. You should know these things now. Yep. I got uh, picked up a loaf of challah bread this morning. Of what? <laughs> challah. Challah bread. Challah bread. Challah bread. I had uh, I had some bagels and locks on Saturday morning. Okay. So I'm really doing all I can to try and embrace my uh, my Jewish heritage. <laughs> You're point one percent Jewish side. Yeah. I think um, dear Bubby had a good idea. I think that I should probably start tasting some yeah. more of the the delicacies to really you know indoctrinate myself. So when I bring in some gefilte fish tomorrow, you'll have some. Yep. Mm. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it for you, and I'll do it for my heritage, and I'll do it for the show. All right, because I'll I'll eat some as well. Uh, I've never had gefilte fish. Uh, it's always seemed so gross to me, but I'll eat some. If I send Micah to the to the Winn-Dixie to get some gefilte, do you think Winn-Dixie has gefilte oh, fish? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Explain what gefilte fish is. It's, it's, it's a canned fish. It's, it's like, like sardines? A, no, I think it's pickled herring. 
Oh, hold on. One they second. do it's, this in Swedish culture as well. Uh, yeah, no, I've the, had it. Yeah, the, the the it's different with the uh, the Swedes though. They make that look the luklevich or whatever it is. Mm. Gefilte fish is a dish made from a poached mixture of ground deboned fish, yeah. such as carp, whitefish, or pike. It is traditionally served as an ap- appetizer by Ashkenazi Jewish households. Okay, those are your people. These John. are my people. Uh, hey, Cliff, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. How are you, Cliff? Good. What's up? Um, I went to BC Boys when I was 12 years old, the licensed to ill tour. I was at that concert. So, that was a fine show. Uh, yeah, they had a giant 12-foot tall inflatable uh, phallus. That's true. Yeah. Yep. So I got to hear that. They uh, licensed or the Fight for Your Rights Party. They had changed all the lyrics. Um to uh, very sexual things, so I get to hear that. So it was a, quite a shock for a. Uh, um, uh, did you go by yourself, or did your mom and dad take kid? you? I went with uh, my mom's friend <laughs> and her son. <laughs> your mom's friend and her son. Now, when your mom's friend was there, because uh, usually you know your mom's friend takes you, she starts boozing it up and and smoking marijuana yeah. with you kids. Did that happen? Uh, no. But I did find out that she was popping a Xanax. Um, there you go. <laughs> as soon as we got to the show. So, there you yeah. go. Nothing wrong with That's that. That's not a very good uh, Beastie Boys concert drug. No, not at all. 727-579-1025. I'd be okay. Look, the music we listen to, and I know every generation says this, the music we listen to was better than the music that these kids are listening to. So do you have a problem with the crowd and what could be happening there or the musical content itself? I think it's just this this guy is so dark. I don't even I'm not even mad that my son's into him. I just wonder what it is that so many people find appealing about this Tyler the Creator fella. Well, it's the same thing with like Billie Eilish. She's she's different. So people yeah. like it just because she's different. And this could just be a phase. Like for instance, I'm not saying I went to my first concert too young, but I'm embarrassed of what my first concert was. What was it? Gretchen Wilson. Oh hell and the yeah! Redneck woman. Yeah, Dude, that's a hell of a first show. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. That's spot Is on it? for you. I'd be I'd be a hundred percent okay uh, with that. She was uh, you know, I don't know what happened to her, but she fizzled too soon, in my opinion. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Tyler is known as the leader of Odd Future, and the group as a whole has been compared to the influential hip hop group Wu Tang Clan. That's insulting. Since the beginning of his career. He's self-produced. His style of production has progressed from gritty and dark. See, what I do like is that he has inspired my son to create beats himself and and make some songs by himself. So I like that element of it. It's just, it seems to be so damn dark and come from such a bad place. It's so weird because I got to tell you, this guy I've heard before was heavily influenced by Bizarre in D12 and that, you know, which is a big in the Detroit music scene, also coming from ICP. And when you read some of this stuff, uh, here's an article from The Guardian that writes that um, Tyler the Creator's rape and murder fantasies are graphic enough to send the vomit rising along with the bile. I mean, you... He is known for talking about violence against women as well as homophobic slurs. I mean, he comes from that like old school, almost Eminem, ICP. I mean, when you get into graphic murder details, it's a whole new, different style. Yeah, and um, again, it's somewhat hypocritical for me to have 
uh, objections when it comes to his content because I I listen to some foul stuff too. But when it's your kid, and that's what I don't know, man. It's just I guess it's a rite of passage. Well. As a father, it, you have the right to be concerned because that's such an impressionable age. And whatever you listen to over and over and over, you do absorb it. Right. Did, I don't know how to say this, but like I was at the young age before my parents were letting me even get them, was sneaking around and listening to ICP stuff. Sure. And I just loved being shocked. I love hearing yeah. those things that I couldn't believe right. I was hearing that were so over the top. And I think when you're in that sweet spot of an age – like that's still cool to you. Like there's, there's still something to be said for just shocking things. You're absolutely right. the The reason I got into uh, Dead Kennedys is because oh. I would I would just jam <laughs> it right to the point. Yeah. Can I just be honest with you? Yeah, you'd rather <laughs> listen to Tyler, the creator if of the If I've Dead got Kennedys. a child, yeah. and, and, and my unborn child yeah. is getting to be 16, and yeah. I have the choice for him to come to me and say, I'm listening to Tyler, the creator, and I want to go see his concert, or I'm listening to, what was that again? Dead Kennedys. <laughs> or I'm listening to the Dead Kennedys. <laughs> right. I'm much less concerned if he tells me he's a Tyler, the creator fan. No, I, but see, with, with the Dead Kennedys... The thing was, at least they, uh, at least they stood for something politically. Like I knew what they were all about. They would, uh, they would speak out against fascism. With, with Tyler the Creator, what are you about except for graphic descriptions of murdering people? I don't know. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. What's up, Nick? Not much, brother. How are you doing? Good, man. All right. So the deal with Tyler the Creator, I think, with these young kids, is that these he's kids. from a new era of like this mumble rap that you can't really understand what they're saying lyrically. It's not potent. And with Tyler, the creator, at least they have something, some heady lyrics to hang on to and to decipher. So I think the smarter kids kind of gravitate towards those kind of rappers. <sighs> People that you have to listen to two or three times, you know, like we did with MF doom and on the uh, violence thing. Did you ever hear like Biggie and Eminem, the dead wrong song? You did wrong. That talk about graphically violent. Yeah, but for some reason, when Eminem does it, it's like cartoon violence to me. Like I know he's not right. really being serious, and maybe it's because I didn't get into him until I was an adult. But uh, but you know, there's there's an element of it that uh, that's playful almost. With with uh, with this well, stuff, it's just dark. Maybe that's how they see it. I guess. Okay, what was the uh, what was the um, the Eminem song? Was it from the Marshall Mathers LP or from the Slim Shady LP where he's dragging his dead wife through the woods? Cleaning out my closet? No, 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 oh. no, no. This might have been the- Kim? Yeah, Kim was just as bad. I'm just getting to the point that there were some things Eminem did that were very, very real to me and very scary, and I don't think that we hold that against him. And I don't know why that is. Like, I, uh, I'm not quite sure- why we're okay with Eminem. Well, you get the vibe, though. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe we thought that was a playful vibe, but in actuality, we shouldn't have been listening to Eminem either. I never thought it was playful. It always scared me a little bit, but I still loved it because it was so over the top. And I think that, you know, you can like music for being over the top and still be a well-adjusted human being. When I get dusted, I like to spread the blood like mustard. Trust it. 
My hardcore reign leaves you rusted. Move over, Lucifer. I'm more ruthless, huh? Leave you toothless. You'll kibitz, I'll flip it. Tears don't affect me. I hit him with the tech. Jeez, disrespect me. My potency is deadly. That's Biggie and uh, Eminem, that song that I met. Okay. So maybe it's just the fact that it's my kid that it's really wrong. Because we've been listening to violent music pretty much our entire lives. And I, I mean, I, I didn't grow up to be a serial killer, as far as you know. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. The best news that you're going to hear on a Monday is something that we've got for you next. The opportunity for you to do something this week to honor a fallen veteran that I think this can't get enough coverage. I'm seeing a lot of it on social media, and we'll tell you what it is next. You're listening to Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Real Raw Radio is the best. Wait, is that it? There's nothing else written here. It's just- this is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.